Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs, go to eastport.info. Now let's get this show started. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Mindset Podcast on the Paddle and Fin Network. Thank you for joining me this week. Um, before we get our guest in here, I just want to remind everyone about the fan- kayak fantasy fishing that we have going on. It's still not too late to sign up. We're still giving prizes per quarter. And for the re- end of the season, in case you go on a hot streak and end up taking first place. But just want to get everybody a reminder of that. Uh, now our guest today is going to be Coley. Uh, um McGowan, I believe. <laughs> did I pronounce that right, man? Yeah, you did. All right. I, I totally slipped my mind to ask you before we got uh went live, but how's your how's your day going so far, man? I know you said you picked up a kayak today. Yeah, yeah, it went it went good. Going good so far. Yeah, what kind of kayak did you get? Uh Jackson Kusa HD. Nice, nice. Is that a secondary kayak, or is that going to be your primary one now? Um, it's going to be my primary for right now, and then um, hopefully trying to get a NAR, so then it'll it'll become a secondary. Yeah, I heard those are kind of hard to get right now, those NARs. <laughs> yeah, everybody's snatching them up quick. <laughs> yeah. So uh, did you want to give the audience a li- uh, just like a little bio on yourself? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm Coley uh, McGowan. I'm from Gazin, Alabama. Um, travel some, uh, was, you know, fishing a lot of local stuff and then I started to enjoy traveling more. So, and I had to kind of put a hold on that this year. We had a baby, so 
Uh, next year, I plan on traveling more. Um, That's understandable. So, <laughs> so um, you're a part of the KFL. How are you liking that so far? Because it- um, I like the format. It's cool. Um, I like the team thing. Um, I've enjoyed fishing with a lot of guys that I've had a chance to fish with and get to know them better. And you learn a lot of stuff from each other. Um, but it's just it's just a different, you know, because you know for all the years I've been fishing kayak tournaments, it's just been a solo thing or, you know, you and your buddy go and y'all go separate ways or whatever. And the KFL is kind of a different format where it brings a, a team side of it. You know, um, you know, at the end of the day, we're all competitive, but uh, it's just a different atmosphere versus, you know, a solo thing. You kind of approach things different too. I've kind of, uh, we've all talked about it and, you know, it's, it's just, you go into it with a different mindset and a different approach versus, you know, if you were, solo in a tournament you know if you were just fishing something by yourself yeah so can you can you tell me what the format is because i'm not i'm not fully familiar with it i looked into it a little bit but uh what's what's kind of the format of all right so you'll so you'll send four team guys to say you know we fish against south carolina or a florida team or something we would send four of our team guys to fish their four team guys and just say, for instance, it was in Florida. Um, you would fish on the Florida's team's home water or whichever water they choose to put us on. Um, and then it's the best, like, it's the best 10 fish, like, you know, total. But, you know, like, as an individual, there's still an individual standings as far as, like, you know, like, you, like so if I call, went and caught 10 fish, I would submit all of my 10 fish versus – you know, you don't just have to split one or two or three. Like, you know, if, if one guy out of the team catches all ten fish, that's fine. Um, but yeah, it's just you know, it's four, four, four person team at least four. You know, that's the max they can fish at a time. And then you know, it's ten fish total, and then you know, best ten wins. Oh, nice! I'll try to get into that next year. They don't have a team. Well, I'm in Illinois. They don't have a team out here. The closest one to us is like Wisconsin, I think, or uh, Michigan. Yeah, Indiana, I know they've got one. Let's see, there's the – I think Virginia may have one. Yeah, Um, yeah, start you a team. Oh, yeah. It's it's fun. I got to get a few people who I know are committed, though, first. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, and then you do a few Hobie BOS events. Obviously, you have the hat on. Do you do yeah, those sporadically, uh, or do you try to chase angler of the year at all? Or no, nah, I really just kind of the past like couple years, I've just kind of picked and choose which ones I wanted to fish, um, just around family and work. Um, but I hope next year going forward, I'm able to fish a lot more and dedicate more time. That's that's what I'm focusing on next year is the Hobie Trail, and then probably fish some uh, some BASS stuff, and I may try to slip a couple of uh, the KBF stuff in there as well. Um, but yeah, that's, I've just been able to pick and choose, you know, which ones I kind of fits my style and which ones I want to go fish and, um, stuff for now. And then I'll, uh, just start trying to fish as many as I can moving forward next year. Okay. Okay. So let's get into, um, how do you, when you, you won the Coosa river event for the BOS, correct? Right. Yeah. I think, yeah. Like yeah. like 2020, I think is when it was. Okay. 
Um, going into that event, what was kind of like your preparation or your mindset going into it? Was it just, I'm going to go out there and have fun or was it, I'm going to go out there and take this very seriously? Well, I, I'm a real competitive. I, um, I mean, it's fun. I mean, that's why we all do it, you know, yeah. but when it, when it comes to tournament fishing, it's just a different, you know, it's a different, it's a different time. I know for me, I approach it, you know, a lot more serious, um, which, you know, I don't want it to take all the fun out of it. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty serious when it comes to preparation, you know, mine's focus, getting everything prepared, my tackle, you know, my scouting done, my time on the water, you know I mean? You, that's, that's what it boils down to is just to me is you get it, you get as much out of it as much time as you put in. Like, you know, if you're only putting in a little bit of time, it's just, it's hard to get any reward out of it, you know, in the long run, because those guys that you're fishing against, I mean, some of them fish every single BOS event. Um, some of them, you know, sleep in their truck for days, you know, a whole week, they camp, you know, they fish, they fish their butts off. And I mean, it's just, it's hard to beat them, you know what I mean? Hats off to those guys. Cause I mean, they're just, they're there. They, they, you know, practice enough. They, they, they're able to break down water and be time efficient and, you know, put something together. And it's just, it's hard to, hard to beat those guys when they are putting in the work. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. I mean, but that's any tournament trail, (laughs) you know, it's hard at the locals just like it is. I mean, it's way harder to be a West because there's actual people who are doing this for a living. That's going to those events. But, um, so preparing for the event, did you do like map studies? Did you like kind of what was well, your I've, preparation into it? Well, for the uh, BOS that came here to Gadsden, um, I've lived here my whole life, so um, I had a little bit of hometown advantage, I guess, um, that can hurt you and and help yeah, you. Yeah, um, I think it's hurt more and it's helped a lot of people. But um, I just knew, you know, I mean, I've I've lived here my whole life. I've grew up fishing here since I could barely walk. I just, you know, I just knew the how it, how the place laid out. I knew, you know, everything I needed to know. I really didn't practice a whole lot just because our state championship was the weekend before. And uh, me and Lance Coley ended up tying for first in the state. He ended up beating me by the tiebreaker. He had a bigger fish. Um, and so I just kind of went off that. I was on so many fish then that I was just like, you know, I'm just not even going to come in here during the week and bother them. Just gonna leave them alone and just you know go fishing Saturday and Sunday and um, it worked out in the end. But uh, day one threw me a curveball. Uh, there had been a lot of anglers in the area that I was fishing, and uh, evidently I guess they had caught a lot of the fish that I was focusing on, and um, they were schooled up. And so I guess they got got in some of those schools of them, and because um, when I got there they were. They were there, it's just, you know, they weren't, I couldn't get them to bite. I guess they were sore-lipped, I'm not sure. Um, but, yeah, I just went to my backup plan, and it wasn't too late in the day, and did enough to where it kept me in the hunt for day two. And then I think day one, I think I was in like sixth or seventh place. Not re- not really where I wanted to be, but it was good enough. And then day two, I just... I knew to just completely abandon what I had wanted to focus on and go to a, another area that um, I knew that had some fish in it. Um, but I was going to have to go, a, you know, a different direction. I couldn't hit both. And um, 
ended up um, basically filling my five fish limit. Um, I think it was like 93 and a half or 93 and a quarter inches by like nine o'clock. And then the rest of the day, I was just looking for a big one. Um, and that's what I ended up, and that that's what led day two was that, you know, that early flurry that morning. So did you go into the event expecting to win or just is your mindset kind of, kind of cash a check? Like, no, did, you have any, did you have any set goals before the event even started or? Well, I'd always, you know, it was coming to Gadsden, you know, Hobie was coming to Gadsden. I was like, man, you know, this is a huge opportunity for me because, you know, I was, you know, hometown guy, uh, you know, I mean, I've fished other places and done well, but, you know, this was the one that was, you know, the biggest opportunity that I would have at the time. And, uh, you know, what better way to do it than win it in your backyard, you know, and, um, you know, it was a pretty good check. I mean, it was, you know, some cool hardware and, you know, you get to compete against some of the best anglers in the country. And so I was, I was just excited to have that opportunity. And then, you know, I mean, I was definitely going into it to win. A lot of people were, you know, throwing my name out there to, you know, be one of the guys at the top. And um, just I've been so consistent over the years, you know, fishing here. Um, it's just, you know, I, I, I put a lot of pressure on myself. You know, I was I was I was going in it to win. That's for sure. Um, but that was, you know, I learned a lot of things from that tournament, even though this is, you know, my home. I mean, I live five minutes from the river, um, that, you know, in Gadsden, it's just, you know, you, you can't prepare for some of the stuff that happens on the water, you know, like, you know, you can have as many backup plans as you want. You can, you know, know an area or, or know a lake as good as you want, but then tournament day rolls around and it's either, you know, somebody's already beat you to them or the day before the fish you were going to focus on are now gone or sore lipped or, you know, there's a lot of stuff that plays into it. And um, I guess just not fishing a tournament that big in Gadsden yet, you know, kind of showed that. And, you know, I learned a lot from it. But, you know, yeah, oh, yeah I go into every one of them to win even, you know, the – I, that was in October, and in November we went to uh, – that that one qualified me for the Tournament of Champions in Knoxville for the Hobie. And, um, man, I had a crappy practice. I mean, we went, and, I, I mean, I fished two days of practice, and I caught some dinks, but, you know, really didn't catch anything. I mean, I didn't catch a limit neither day, and so I was going into it like, oh, my gosh, you know. You know, it's just – this. I don't know what to do, and you know, I was yeah, just like, you know, had a, I've had a couple of those tournaments. <laughs> I mean, I'm just yeah. like, you know, this is the best fifty at the end of the year, you know, to yeah. come fish, and you know, I'm just like, man, you know, I felt like in my mind I deserved to be there, you know, not just because of that win in my home waters, but just I felt like I, had to, you know, I felt like I was good enough to, you know, run with them and compete with them, you know, and then. You know, I got there and had that kind of practice. I was just like, you know, shoot, you know, they're just going to think, you know, oh, this guy can't fish nowhere else. Oh, hold on. My father-in-law, my father-in-law went with me and, uh, you know, stayed with me when I stayed up there and, you know, kind of, you know, stayed in my mind. You know, just stay positive, you know, just keep learning, you know, keep breaking down new water and just, you know, don't get, don't steer away from what you do best. You know, that's, that's one thing I think that's hurt me more than anything in kayak fishing is I'll see other people doing things or I'll hear, you know, 
of anglers doing certain techniques and you know what's working for them and it may not necessarily work for me and i feel like i've you know lost and gave my you know took took myself out of you know several you know finishing at the top because i've tried to adapt and do what you know other people are doing uh you know if i don't necessarily have enough confidence in it or you know stuff like that and uh because you know everybody's got their style of fishing you know it's some are power guys some are you know shallow water guys some are offshore guys and that was one thing i just said going into day one at the toc i was like you know i'm just gonna do what i do i'm gonna put my head down i'm gonna throw a chatter bait i'm gonna flip a little bit um i said you know, i might even throw some top water here and there uh, i'm just gonna power fish for the most part now, i'm a big flipper i like to flip you know being on the the coosa river chain in alabama we you know most of the year we that's what you know a lot of our bags come off of is flipping so uh, a lot of alabama guys are known for flipping and um i just i just did that the entire first day and i think i end up being in like sixth again uh, at the end of day one i caught some nice small mouth um and that's what i was mainly trying to focus on and then um day two i just decided i'm gonna do a different a different area and uh because the area that i caught them on on day one didn't really fire up till like mid-morning around lunch so i was like well i'll just fish some new water and then i'll you know get to my starting area where i need to be at what time and uh so i fished new water and ended up catching a couple a couple of really nice large mouth on day two and uh I knew that I was going to have to have a crazy big stringer to beat, you know, Christine Fisher, Jordan Marshall, Ryan Lambert, you know, I mean, I just, I knew, I mean, I was going to have to, you know, I mean, they had 90 something inches, you know, on day one and I had like mid eighties. Um, so I knew I was going to have to, you know, have a, a, a very nice day two stringer to give myself a chance. And, um, uh, I just couldn't ever find those kickers. I would catch one or two good smallmouth or largemouth a day, but I couldn't put like a one over the top, like a 20 or better. And um, so I just kept grinding and grinding and ended up leading it most most of the day, like mid-morning, uh, early afternoon, and then the leaderboard cut off, and I think I got bumped to second. I think Ryan bumped me to second when the leaderboard cut off. So I was like, okay, I'm still going to finish up top, but, you know, I didn't, I don't think I got enough to win. You know, um, you know, those anglers, they don't really, uh, they don't, they don't choke a whole lot on day two. Yeah. You know, they're, they're pretty consistent. So, you know, hoping that they would have an off day is kind of, you know, needle in the haystack. It's not really, you know, don't oh, happen yeah. that, that often, but I end up falling a fourth, um, which I was fine with. That was, you know, that was being, that was my second time ever being up there, you know, in the, in two weeks, you know, I was, I was pretty happy with that. And, but I, you know, competed with those guys and I don't know, it, it's, if you haven't fished the Hobie BOS, I strongly suggest that you go try it. Um, you know, I was nervous as I'll get out, you know, I was like, man, you oh, know, yeah, just, just a local guy, you know, and then trying to yeah. get in and, and fish something like that, you know, I mean, it's, it's really, you know, when I think about it, the Hobie BOS is just, you know, on top of everything. I mean, AJ and, you know, the Hobie crew, they run such a clean, smooth event. I mean, it's just, they're, they're, hands down, it's the best 
and to me, in my opinion, you know, just by me fishing them and experiencing them, I mean, it's just, it's ran so smoothly. Um, you know, they're, it's just fun. I mean, it's not, it's not stressful to me. Like, you know, you pay, you show up, you have a good time at the captain's meeting, you catch up with a bunch of guys, you meet new people. And it's just a, a good environment to be a part of. And, you know, I, I tell people all the time, go fish them, pay it, go fish it. You lose, who cares? You win, great. You know, you get the experience and you get to meet all those people. And, I mean, that's to me, that's what it's about. You know, I mean, we're all trying to win a little bit of money here and there. But, you know, I mean, it is, it, it's just a good experience and a good environment to be a part of and um, a good experience. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so going back to the KFL, uh, Dan said that you were uh, MVP last year. So, yeah, I was. You want you want to talk my, about that a little bit? <laughs> my main focus last year, uh, you know, I, I was spending a lot of time at home, you know, with my family and wasn't able to travel a lot. So I said, you know, my main focus for the KFL is going to be to be the most consistent guy on the you know and the whole thing and the whole series and i you know every day you know typically you go out looking for five you know okay i need five bites well my mindset i was going and i was looking for ten i wanted five meant nothing to me i mean you know once i got the first five i said okay i'm back to zero i got to get five more and that was just kind of how i was going into every event was you know not not looking for five big ones looking for ten good ones and um it was it paid off i mean i i dedicate a lot of my time and you know effort and stuff and uh i mean i was surprised at the end of the year because i mean you look at the guys that's in the kfl i mean they're hammers i mean they are all across the country i mean you i mean you look at the mass the massachusetts team i mean you got Derek brundle Connett. i mean you got all those guys and then you know i mean you got all the florida guys and the texas guys i mean you you can't argue with them guys i mean they're just they're good at what they do you know, it, it's hard to beat them in Florida. It's, to, to me, the, the hardest divisions are the southern divisions, like, you know, because of you just can't prepare yourself for those kind of conditions. I mean, you got Florida, which is just a different place in general. And, you know, yeah, that's, you, what, you, that's what everybody says. Florida is just a yeah, disaster. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Florida is just, you know, it's always – it's just, you know, them guys, know, they understand it. They know how to fish Florida yeah. and Texas. I mean – I mean, I think everything in Texas has got to be in the water. I don't know if it's the water them guys drink down there, or if, if, I don't know if it's their genetics or what. But them yeah. them kayak anglers in Florida is just you know it's just stupid how good they are. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, yeah, well, it's they like get, they bred into it. Like what do they got? Like eighty degrees every day. I mean, yeah. I mean they catch some giants. Our uh, our team went last year and i was proud of i mean i was really proud of the guys on the team for how well they did um i mean dan perry caught some i mean caught some giants lance coley caught some giants um you know one of my ex-teammates john lesman and uh you know jeremy baker and all them i mean they caught some some big ones and i mean it's just i mean it catching big ones in texas ain't even enough sometimes i mean it, that, that's how crazy that place is and i mean those texas guys i mean i think they put up like 216 inches and in 10 fish Jeez. um you know and i'm just like how can, you, how, how can you beat that 
I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, it's just, I think our guys had like 190, like 190 something. And I mean, typically, like those kind of numbers is just, you know, over the top. I mean, yeah. that's the icing on the cake, but, you know. But it was good. It was good experience for our guys. And, you know, we were proud of the performance that they did. And, you know, you win some, you lose some. And, you know, life goes on. They'll, you know, we'll get another chance at them one day. And I just hope it's oh, in yeah. Alabama and not in Texas, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see how that is, man. But it's good to kind of like bounce around because you get to learn new lakes, learn learn new places, and you also get to do it as a team. Like, I just in general, I like going out with people just kayak fishing in general because we're able to break down a body of water quicker than if it's just me going by myself. Even if it's fun fishing, you start learning things a lot quicker, and you learn from other people's techniques. So like you said, nobody you know fishes the same, and so. It, it's oh, good. Yeah, to, I mean, it's good to go down as a team versus solo and trying to figure everything out yourself. And and that was one approach that we used. Um, you know, it, it was four of us going into events. So, you know, we would you know say, well, you know, we'll we'll send two shallow guys, and then we'll send two kind of you know more versatile deep water kind of you know offshore stuff guys, and you know we'll send two one direction and two the other, and just see what they can come up with. And then, you know, we come back together and go, okay, well, I had a bad day. I didn't have but two bites yeah. or, you know, I hammered on my, you know, I'm on a killer pattern right now and we'd share that information. And, you know, it's just nice trying to build a team because the the format that Greg has made, and it's really cool to me, is like, you know, you're trying to build a team to be the best in the country. So you don't want to have, you know, in my opinion, you don't want to have, Eight, we got eight guys, so we don't want to have eight deep water guys. You know, you need to be well-rounded. So you, you kind of got to handpick which guys you want. Okay, well, Lance Coley is one of the best river guys in the country. Okay, we'll take him. And then you got Dan Perry. You know, he can do shallow. He can do deep, whatever. You know, he's comfortable doing it all. Okay, we need a, a real versatile guy. We got Chuck Weiss, one of the best jerkbait fishermen in Alabama. We got him, so we put him out there. And, I mean, he's just – he fishes grass as good as any of them, but he's really good at, like, jerkbait fishing and stuff like that. And then you got Joe McElroy. I mean, I mean, God, you know, look how Joe did in Texas, you know, at the, the Bassmaster Classic, you know. I mean, he got second, and, I mean, he can fish deep, he can fish shallow. He's got all the experience. I mean, it, we factored all that in building this team, and – and I was like, okay, you know, I'm a river, typically a river guy, shallow water guy. You know, I'm I'm a big John Cox fan, so that's kind of the where I like to be is really shallow. Um, but I can fish deep. It's just, you know, it's not what I go to right out the gate. Um, yeah, I'm the same way here. And I'd rather so, be in the shallows. Oh, yeah, I'd rather fish grass because, I mean, that's all we got here is grass, you know. I mean, grass yeah. and wood and current. So, and then, you know, I was like, well, we need somebody – that's a hammer that's consistent that can do everything. Um, so then we hit up Jordan Marshall, got him on the team. Um, you know, I mean, so I mean, we, we, we've got the guys to do it this year. Like, I mean, we really do. We, I legitimately think, you know, we've got a chance with, you know, Dan, Chuck, Joe, uh, Jordan, uh, me. Let's see. I'm forgetting somebody. Who am I forgetting? Forgive me. Let's see. 
we've had so we've had people you know have like family issues and stuff and they dropped off the team you know they just had to like personal reasons um i'm missing somebody who is it? crap I'm trying to think who it is oh lance i already yes. said his name lance Cody. yeah <laughs> i mean yeah that was uh yeah. i mean I, I think we got one of the most well-rounded teams you know going into this year um to do it to make a run at it you know and uh, we actually had a guy this morning um you know had to you know step down off the team just because of family reasons which you know completely understandable me and dan you know we we get it you know it's life it is what it you know it, it stuff comes up and you know we're proud of him for the opportunity he had you know for his family and everything so uh you know we're working on filling that other eight spot right now uh i think we got a got a guy that's maybe gonna line up for us so hopefully that comes through now do you have to have eight people or is it that's just the number you guys pick well we just that was i think that's the max that you can have in the turn oh, okay. like you know on the team um you know you don't have to have four i don't think you have to have four i know last year I have to double check, but I know last year, like I think we fished an event with three guys. Um, you know, just we just didn't have enough guys to make it, and I, we still won. But um, you know, it, it, I'm pretty sure you can still send three guys if you want to send your three guys and fish against four guys. I mean, I guess that's kind of on you, but um, yeah, we just yeah. went into it with the we wanted the eight guys because you know if an emergency comes up or you know something happens, we needed to have somebody that could fill in. Um, you know, they not be an issue, you know, traveling and stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. Like I said, I'm still learning the whole KFL uh, thing, kind of through Dan, kind of through social media, <laughs> you know. Um, so we're right about 28 minutes. Is um, I want to give you a chance to shout out if you have any sponsors or anybody you want to thank or anything like that, and then your social medias. Before we yeah, uh, get off, yeah, I appreciate. It. Yeah, I, I like to give a shout out to Dugout Bacon Tackle. Um, you know, I mean, I all my stuff comes through them. Um, they treat me like family, um, and it's you know I respect the heck out of Jamie and Steve and what they've done for me. And you know, there if I've ever needed anything, you know, it, it it's a couple of second phone call and hey, you know, it's on its way or you know swing by and pick it up or you know, I mean, it's that that's just a, a awesome place down there, you know, and, and regardless if they weren't, my, if they weren't a sponsor of mine or not, I would still recommend them. But, you know, I mean, if anybody goes under there in Marietta, Georgia, you know, and um, another sponsor, Jackson kayaks, uh, you know, I mean, I, you know, Jameson and Dustin Nichols, I mean, I, I appreciate them guys for having me on the team and uh, I'm just you know super, mm -hmm. super thankful for that. And uh, I've been a Jackson fan for a long time and used them. Um, and then uh, net bait and scum frog and snag proof and halo rods. I've uh, you can get all that down there at dugout. I mean, they've got it all. I mean, that's besides my stuff, dugout's got you know, Shimano, Luz, Halo Rods, uh, St. Croix. I mean, they've got you know, net bait. I mean, they've got that place is just you know, if you ever felt like you just walked in heaven and there's just stuff just everywhere, I mean, it's I mean, it's just crazy. I mean, then you can even demo kayaks while you're there. So I mean, it's it's pretty cool set. It's pretty yeah, cool setup. Awesome. That's awesome. So that's like a miniature bass pro shop. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's, 
seriously, that's what it's like. I mean, it's, I mean, it, it, and if there's anything you need, I mean, they got the online store too. So, I mean, you can, you know, check them out online. And if there's something they don't have online, you can call the shop and they'll get it to you. It's, it's pretty sweet. It's awesome, man. All right. Well, I appreciate you jumping on. I appreciate you doing this kind of last minute. So, uh, anything else you want to say before you, before I hit it? No, sir. I appreciate having me, and, and thanks for letting me come on here and talk about fishing. I appreciate it. No problem, man. Have a good one. Enjoy right, the too. season. All right, see you. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures. Your Midwest premier paddle sports destination. Go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina. The beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today.